All right. It's uh, Thursday, November 14th. Sitting here in my kitchen with Ira, ready to do a podcast. We, uh, I guess a little bit, we're not planning on doing a podcast so early, but uh, we spontaneously decided to go do a little uh, early fantasy scouting for our, for our teams, going to the Seton Hall versus Michigan State basketball game, <laughs> take, a, take a look at uh, Miles Powell, maybe some, well, maybe not so much of the Michigan State guys, in, in my opinion, but... Uh, you know, get a little, get a little early uh, 2020-2021 fantasy flavor going tonight. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good time to get the juices flowing, I think, when some fantasy hoops chatter. I was, once give it, I usually have to wait at least a month to uh, kind of get a, a decent sample size of the season. That's a, I think it's a solid 20% at that point. Yeah, with the, with the combo weeks, yeah. There's 21 weeks to, for the All-Star break. Right. Um, so we're, we're nearly there. I mean, the matchups are rolling along. We're halfway through week four right now, and... Uh, I think it's been pretty entertaining so far. Sure, it's been entertaining. I think, you know, to your point, I think, and I, I do kind of hear myself echoing over through the years now, uh, I don't know what the hell is happening, uh, more so in the NBA than in our league. Um, there seems to be, like, a lot of guys out with these, like, four-week injuries right now. Like, it seems like this week, just Yahoo is dropping them. Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit about some weirdness with the Yahoo mechanisms as well. I don't know if you've noticed that at all. But but I've had a lot of weird I've had a lot of weird injury notes where like no, you've had a lot of app issues over the years. So. Well, it seems like it seems like other people now are having them too where yesterday I got a notification that someone went from game time decision to healthy and then about 10 minutes later he went from healthy to out. So that was kind of a weird one. And then it seems like uh, a lot of issues that people are having with um, they believe that they're setting their lineups for the whole week and then you know, they come back and it's not set. I know Duran was complaining about that in week one. I, I, well, when you, I think when it, you make it, ads, then things get mixed up on the back end. That's yes, but, but it seems to be more so than... It used to kind of take out one guy, maybe, but now it's kind of screwing up the entire week. Anyway, you got some weirdness going I on. I didn't want to team man rosters. But my, my whole point is, to me, this, this whole... This season's very scatterbrained already. Are you finding more order in our league so far to this point? Uh, well, this season's definitely been a, a mindfuck thus far. I mean, I think typically op- opening weeks of the season are usually when things are loosey-goosey and, like, you see a lot of upsets. You see, you look at the teams and it's like there's, like, one good team and, like, everyone else is like, what the fuck's going on? But, uh, I mean, I think to me it just it's a reflection of the NBA right now. The landscape there is a maximum amount of roster turnover, tons of injuries, and, I mean... That just leads to rotations and flux. You really, it's hard to know what these teams are going to do. The, I think injuries might just be something where the guys perform harder, they're faster, they're stronger, and that has repercussions when it comes to the injury game. And also, the rest, the waves of rest that are going throughout the league now, it's basically acceptable now to sick guys, and I guess the players really aren't expected to, you know, gut it out for 80 games a year. And it, and it really seems unexpected. Like, it's kind of like guys seem to have no reported issue, and then all of a sudden they're sitting out games too. Um, it's it's a little bit strange. Uh, we've got minutes limits now. I mean, we got, we got minutes limits. We seem like it used to seem like each team had like four like guys that were like you knew that what minutes they were gonna get. It seems like beyond like the first star two on a team, you really don't know what guys are getting what on a given night. The shot distributions haven't seemed as consistent. Maybe it's just because the guys on my team aren't performing in that, at that level right now, but it just seems like the, the the minutes and shots distributions are all over the place in the first yeah, few weeks. I mean, I think a lot of also I think I'd say probably I think most would agree that the, the league itself is pretty talented right now, and all that depth throughout the league. I mean, is translating to fantasy as well. I and mean, 
there's just less need to play guys, you know, 40 minutes a night, 35 minutes a night when your bench is so deep, there's a lot of talented guys, guys are getting hot hands. Um, I think, and, and actually, to that point, um, I know Pau Gasol had a big comment the other week about how uh, the game's kind of changed, but one specific thing he said was how there were certain shots that 10, 15 years ago he would have been benched for immediately for taking, and now, like, the 12th guy on the roster is allowed to take them because it's considered a good shot. That may be part of it, too. It used to be that guys would get yanked for bad shot selection. You're not really seeing that anymore. And, and teams are kind of saying, okay, let's see what we have in these younger guys or these rotation pieces. Maybe we can maximize their value. Um, let's not give them such a, a quick hook if things aren't going to plan. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe with some teams. I don't know. I mean, as an avid Knicks follower, I wouldn't say that we get, we have a lot of patience for our, our players. Miscues with David Fisdale running the lineups, but... Uh, I mean, I'd say the league's definitely changed in that. I mean, you can sh- if you have a three-point jumper, you know, you're definitely welcome to be in the lineup and get some opportunity on the floor. And with the way the NBA is now, it's, you know, pick and roll, and you can hit a three, then you just rotate to the corners and be ready to catch and shoot. Um, but yeah, no, I think and when you translate this to our fantasy league right now, I mean, uh, these standings are pretty surprising. Uh, I can't say I would would have thought I'd be in first place after uh, three weeks of action. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it is interesting. Not um, I think Justin's team has kind of outperformed the expectations as well. Where is he sitting wow. right now? Fourth. He's in fourth, and I think he's got what maybe two players in the top fifty, probably. <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry goes down in like week two, and you would have thought that Justin would finally die, but and the the guy is resilient, and Giangelo Russell is the perfect filler to carry the torch now with Steph out. And, uh, you know, Bipsy keeps making moves. And he had a nice pick up OG and, and Unobi. Um, besides that, I mean, Torian Prince I like, but he's been okay on all. Ben Simmons has been out a few games. I don't even know who the fuck's on this roster. Rashawn Holmes. Look, and, and I think, as I mentioned in the past, with our 15-man rosters now, there are very few good free agents available at night. I think that he has that inherent advantage over everyone except for Dan, who doesn't take advantage of it. That he's up earlier than everybody. He has time to kind of study what to do. Um, he's had access to guys like OG, uh, guys like Harrison Barnes when I dropped him and had a big game. Rashawn Holmes, that's that's one that I think has been a, uh, a really good pickup for him. That uh, I, I think I was tentative on that one. I, I was a little afraid to pick him up, and Justin took advantage hey, of that. Look, he, so, he has his moment. I doubt. I doubt Holmes will be the King's fulcrum point forever. I, I don't Marvin know. Bagley's going to return. I don't Harry know that Giles he's going to lose minutes. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I was thinking that today that, like, they should trade him back to Philly, and Philly should just, like, rest Embiid and Horford. Like, <laughs> alt- like, they should basically play no more than two games a week each and, <laughs> and just let Rashawn Holmes and Amir Johnson and, and, and one of the two of them get the minutes. I mean, I listened to, I listened to a John Holdridge's podcast, and they were talking about, like, franchise rankings and talking about the Sixers. Um, and they were saying, like, oh, I think it was smart for them to go, like, all in now. Because, like, they probably have already, like, set expectations that Joel Embiid's going to have a short career. <laughs> so it's now or never. I was like, oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I tend to believe that in both in both the NBA and fantasy. Kind of my whole ranting of last year is about that. Windows don't really last forever. Look at the Thunder. The Thunder thought, uh, and, and both, of, both of us, I think, are very qualified to talk about this right now, having mm-hmm. read the book Boomtown by Sam Anderson about kind of the rise and fall, the, the boom and bust of the... Oklahoma City Thunder, pun intended, per the author. Um, but the look, they, they thought they thought they'd have forever. They trade James Harden away because they say, "Well, we'll have forever with Russ and Durant." 
then Russ gets hurt the next postseason, then Durant gets hurt the next year. Uh, how many teams really do we see go through prolonged 10-year stretches of dominance? Right, besides, thanks, It's the Spurs. And even then, they only had, what, five over a 20-year span, basically? I mean, that's pretty good, but it's not like you're going to have a, a sustained run of four championships. Even the best couldn't keep Kawhi Leonard, you know? Even and the best couldn't keep Kawhi. Uh, the Warriors, you know... The, the, the Warriors are coming Four years already. and done. The Heat, four years and done with only two championships. Uh, these things will never last forever. If you get four years, that's fantastic, especially in today's NBA with mm-hmm. basically unlimited free agency. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully that's not the case of fantasy. You know, so I'm in trouble, but... <laughs> I to think, yeah, it's definitely interesting when you're thinking about long-term keepers and really, you know, how many guys can you really consider to be like, this is going to be a top 20 guy for the next five years, no problem. And there's, it, might, it might surprise you. Even uh, Jokic this year to start things. Uh, Jokic and Beal to me both look like pretty solid locks for the season. Uh, Beal with a shooting slump, which I think he'll break out of, but um, oh, he may oh. already be too too deep into breaking to the top 10 final season ranking. Uh, Jokic, well, we'll see if his fitness allows him to, to get up there. <laughs> but uh, let's let's kind of look at who the top performers per Yahoo have been total stats for this season so far. Um, I'm just going to bring up some surprises, in my opinion. Number seven, uh, I'll say a, a big man that you drafted pretty late. You know what I'm talking about here? Big, uh, uh, that, that I drafted pretty late? Yeah. I'm not, no. Uh, uh, Jonathan Isaac? Uh, okay, that big man. Got you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could center him a wing, but he's currently the seventh-ranked player of the season. Uh, dropping down a bit, number 11, a guy that we kind of thought was never going to be a true fantasy player, um, but despite being a really good NBA kind of fourth or fifth man, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, that one surprised me. Uh, Siakam's right behind him at 12. I think we kind of, in our preseason preview, kind of thought that he might kind of make the move to the top 15. Siakam we were high on, yeah. Yeah, uh, we both said that Garrett was very lucky to... Snag him back after not keeping him this past season. Um, Clint Capella's at 15. He's always kind of flashed potential, but where he was drafted and people were kind of losing confidence in him, I think that's pretty good. Right behind him at 16 is Fred Van Vliet. Uh, hmm. No one saw that coming. Good job, Dank. Proud of you. Um, <laughs> number 17. <laughs> by, uh, and this one actually seems to be the biggest disparity between the preseason ranking and where they are right now. Uh, uh, let's see if I can give you a hint. He was pre-ranked at 115. Uh, he's been in the league at least five years now. Um, and he's currently number 17. Uh, hmm. He plays in the Western Conference five years now. for a team that had a hot start. If you think of uh, Andrew Wiggins? It's Andrew Wiggins. Very good. <laughs> I thought I'd have to give you one or two more there, but uh, Andrew Wiggins, number 17. Yeah. Pretty, pretty shocking. I was, looking, I was looking at him recently. It's, and he's not even shooting well from three, and despite he's shooting plenty... It's, it's, it must be just, like, rim finishes. That seems to be the big difference well, in this production. Well, I'm looking... Remember, percentages don't matter for three-pointers. In the last games that I'm seeing here, he had four three-pointers, three, one, two, three, four, four. Um, so he's been hitting he's been hitting threes. I don't know what his percentage is looking like that. Uh, his field goal percentage is looking pretty strong uh, after a rough first game or two. Um, averaging five boards a game, 3.6 assists a game. Let's see if he does it over the course of the season. I'm not too positive that he will, but uh, that turn that's I looking like a be good. Trying to sell high right now. Yeah, Duran should be trying to move that move that uh, man right there. Um, let's see any other big surprises here in the top. You could say Kevin Love at 21 is a surprise. You know he has the talent, but uh, 
Let's see how if he stays how long he stays healthy. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the ultimate. PJ Tucker yeah. at twenty two. Both of us also on our on our last podcast were saying that you know that was a guy that went was he undrafted or, or late? No, John took him. John took him. John took him. Uh, we thought that was a pretty pretty good value for John, uh, and he really is performing, um, making the most out of Eric Gordon's kind of lapse of. He's out Billy right now. Down he's out now. now. Yeah, he's anything out. else is down. I mean, yep. Tucker's looking, looking very good right now. Yep. I'd be concerned about how hard they work him on Houston, but, I mean, he's definitely the key to, like, everything they do. He fails on every hole they need, basically. Yep. Oh, and, okay, so overtaking both Tucker and Wiggins for that, that biggest gap uh, at number 23, Tristan Thompson. Uh, <laughs> so we could really just say that the John Beeline system in, in Cleveland is just uh, proving that he's a, he's a good coach. Tristan Thompson, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing to see guys come out of the blue like that. And, and it was only what it was only four years ago that we had him in the finals. You know, shutting down Steph Curry. And, you know, holding out for big money. Yep, and he's also on Duran's team. Duran has a lot of sell high opportunity here. Somehow, we, with with those guys, he's only sitting in seventh place. I guess he gets kind of burned by Kawhi, only playing uh, basically every other game or whatever. Yeah, Kawhi's still pretty good. Kawhi's know. still been pretty good. Let's take a look at Duran's team. Yeah. Let's, let's break down why, despite those two bust-out performers, he hasn't been uh, better. Yeah, well, he has – no, as we need to, uh, well, to talk to you after mm, listening to our, uh, our, our first geez. podcast, I think J.J. Redick has been your player A, player B comparison in every season preview for the last, like, five <laughs> years. Is that, a, is that a fair assessment? He's probably been the most prolific, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a very easy comparison player. For for non Duke hater, it's pretty shocking uh, to, to have you see to see you doing that every year. Yeah, uh, I like JJ, just his game is for fantasy's sake, and just does not translate. Yeah, uh, Drawn will be burned by the same medicine that I'm getting burned by right now with John Collins being out for 25 games. So see him in medicine. December. <laughs> uh, Sabonis, Sabonis has been kind of injured a little bit. Sabonis, no, yeah, no, he's been a monster. Okay. No, he's been real hot with Miles Turner turn out. for a while. Yeah, uh, he oh. can miss two games, but I mean, I think every gun's missed two games right now. But yeah, no, I mean Sabonis has been like raking up the rebounds. He's at thirteen point three a game this year, which is, I mean, a, oh, excuse me. You Irish chowing down here? some pizza right now. Yeah, and I gotta get my food in before the Prudential Center. Um, yeah, Sabonis has been great. I would say Victor Oladipo. I think it sounds like next month he'll be back. So. Uh, It'll be interesting. A lot of these Indiana guys are doing great, I'd say. Like, I have T.J. Warren, who's been booming. But uh, so is Brogdon. So is Sabonis. But we have Miles Turner coming back. We got Jeremy Lamb coming back. And we have Victor Oladipo coming back. That team has got a lot to figure out when all those players are on the floor. I got to say, it is interesting to me that um, we all know collectively nothing about coaching, I think, at, at the end of the day. When Nate McMillan <laughs> came back to coach Indiana, a lot of people were skeptical that he you know, wasn't of this era. And since he's been there, the team has been pretty cohesive. They've had pretty solid depth, and he's gotten use out of all those players and use them in some not so traditional, not so not so modern ways. I always liked Nate McMillan as a big fan of the Brandon Roy Blazers, obviously. We know, we know. Um, and those are kind of deep teams too. With or at least they had a lot of guys that can you know you know direct backups. Uh, they always had like a log jam at the the three and kind of the one. Um, so. I, I think that's a guy that knows how to manage his roster. But uh, we all thought Tibbs was a good coach, too, and I guess that wasn't really the case. That was <laughs> oh, more of the players were just really good in all the their prizes. passes you buy. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean I'd, want, I'd like to watch some more Pacers basketball to see Brogdon and Sabonis and, like, how their games are really, why they're being so successful. But they do seem, to me, it just it doesn't seem like they have enough talents in that system to uh, be that good. I mean, Old Depot changes that, but... 
Yeah. We'll see. But I'm looking at Duran's team now, and, I mean, it's kind of the same thing I talked about in my preview. This team, especially with John Collins now out, who you probably should just get, trade anyway, because this team has, like, no centers. It's, like, it's littered with nothing. And Steven Adams, who's been garbage, probably is, like, borderline droppable at this point. He's had a pretty rough year. Noel's been battling him for minutes also. Not really. Noel has not gotten that much playing time. When he's been, well, he's been a little hurt, Steven Adams. But when he's not hurt, he's been down at, like, 14 minutes and below a lot of the games. I think he's on the rise, though. I don't know. Like, Noel's been a solid hold this year, which I'd say... Eh, I don't know. I've had to drop him, like, 18 times, and who has not you're, you're a desperate manager. That's I am a desperate manager. Situation. I am desperate. Honestly, I think it, Duran's team needs to have some roster bounce if it's ever going to really go, get to the next level. I mean, right now, it's Tristan Thompson but and Adams, but there's no other, like, uh, answer bonus, excuse me. I, I would go the other way with Duran's team. I could see him, especially if the team's going to have a lot of... Par- the league's going to have a lot of parity this year. Kind of... Hold hold your ground. Um, maybe sell. I'd maybe sell Tristan Thompson or one of those, something wow. like that high. Yeah, you, if um, you can, yeah. But if if you could just hold ground until Collins comes back, that guy's gonna step right back into his job. I don't care what he was suspended for. He's stepping right back into that role in those minutes. Um, so yeah, I don't care how well Jabari Parker plays in this absence. There's a better team with John Collins in there, in my opinion. Um, oh yeah, so, so maybe maybe future. just look. December is not that far off. It's about. I think he has about five weeks till he's back. Uh, he, he could make it. I think he could make it. No, this team has. This team does still have some upside. I mean, even if like Sabonis steps back, I mean Thompson steps back. You have Collins stepping up. Larry's injured. He's going to come back. Oladipo, Buddy Heels off to a rough start shooting. So I mean, there's a lot of room for improvement, but like there's also a lot of guys over for me right now. So. I would definitely tread carefully, and I would be active on the trade market because I don't see a lot of guys to drop here. But this team has definitely got some changes as time goes on. But uh, I'm a little surprised that Toronto's not doing a little better, I'd say, from the start. But considering how many good picks he had to work with, but eh, all in all, he's he's doing okay, I'd say. He's in a big matchup with Trevier this week. Let's see how that they're they're sitting at seven seven and eight right now. Um, oh, so, so that'll be a good one. He ain't gonna pass Dank because Dank is putting the hurt on me right now. Eight one, uh, boy. Um, is Dank a surprise for you right now? Or I mean, we both were kind of high on his team as well coming into the season. Uh, he seems to be executing, which is really nice. Executing? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Setting his lineups. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and yes. In terms of setting the lineups, execution is pretty high, which is good to see so far. I guess he doesn't have any issues with the lineup setting tools. Uh, but look, hey, no Zion, and this team is uh, right now on the road to like second or third place if it smashes you like it's currently doing. Um, I'm surprised, though. And it's not even like this roster is like dominating right now, but uh, like Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to crush it now that uh, De'Aaron Fox is out for like the next four weeks. So that's a big boost. Uh, Bam has lived up to us, lived up to the hype. Besides the free throws, that's. But, I mean, Dan's used to that. Yeah, to Dan, Dan Stevens never had a, yeah. <laughs> Always has at least one extremely deficient free throw shooter there. Yeah. So. I mean, he's got, I'd, I definitely would try and sell high on Whiteside because, I mean, you still have Nurkic in the background, so that could be an issue. But, I mean, right now Portland has nobody on the roster who's good besides Lillard or McCollum. So. Oh, they have Anthony Simmons. Mm, he's, he's doing a little something. <laughs> but anybody who, who could guard the rim a little Is bit. Simmons I mean, or Simons? Uh, I think Simons. Okay. Yeah, Simons. I think he's a one-end guy. Look, look at this. You're correcting me on the pronunciations. Uh, we've come such a long way. Yeah, well, it's, it's more of a spelling matter, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's got Eric Bledsoe, Fred Van Vliet, who two point guards that I like a lot right now. Um, 
look, I think Dan's in a, a decent spot. Um, you know, and then there's still guys that could improve, I think, like DeJounte Murray, CJ's definitely going to do better. Um, Zion should be back. I don't even know what's his, what's the latest with Zion. A couple weeks. And uh, I thought he was like six to eight weeks from the beginning of the season. Um, I don't think they're going to rush him back. I think they're very fine going in the tank, getting another high draft pick, and uh, and seeing what happens. That's tough. I don't know. New Orleans though needs like some wins. I think for that, like that city and like franchise to be okay. Uh, according to Yahoo, the note says that based on the timeline they've been given, he could be back in action by December seventeenth. But again, I, I just don't see, you know, there's been some comments behind the scenes that they would like to see him get in better shape. They don't want, you know, they're concerned about his build just because it's so unique. Um, well, let's, let's, just frustrating. But just, just work. He's the kind of guy that, like, I don't mind sitting for a bench, giving him a redshirt year, basically, just to get in shape. Um, see if he could do that. We don't know if he could do it. Um, but it's sounding a lot like Blake Griffin to me. I well, I think he's a lot like Blake Griffin. Eh, that's sad. I, I wish these guys just had like five percent less athleticism, so like drop off that injury risk like that. Because like yeah. Well, but the thing is, is that, like Blake, I think had the skill always to that if he had the five percent drop off in athleticism, it'd be fine. Well, Blake did develop that skill. I mean, well, I, we were talking about Blake recently. Actually, we were looking at a we were looking at like borderline Hall of Fame guys trying to get a sense for. A, kind of guy's careers. And Blake's an interesting one to dissect. I mean, the way he went from... Like, he was a legitimate high flyer when he first came in the league. And now he's like a skilled post player, triple threat. Was, uh, then Zion could do that. I and mean, it'd be nice if he could just be a, a, a monster for a decade, though, first. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, maybe if his coach wasn't uh, uh, Vinny Del Negro in his first, like, three seasons and <laughs> they had some kind of... Who were their point guards back then? They, it was, was it Eric Gordon? And um, well, they used, and and, and there's Eric Bledsoe, Bledsoe also. Then. Yeah. Well, Chris Paul was there though, and Bledsoe. I think maybe Bledsoe had a year without him. I don't know. He was hurt a lot. They had one season together, maybe. Who is Chris Paul traded for? Together. Is traded it, for? Is Eric Gordon? It was, no, it wasn't Bledsoe because Bledsoe went straight to the Suns, right? They had Bledsoe and Chris Paul together. Still. Yeah. Okay. They traded Eric Gordon. Jeez, oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. There was a forward involved. I think there were maybe a few forwards involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't fucking remember. It's yeah, don't, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll research on that. Where did we come across on that? That As of right now, Blake, if he doesn't get like healthy again for some more seasons, that he's not a Hall of Famer? Is that where we came? Well, we weren't even really talking about the Hall of Famer. We are talking more about the Bill Simmons pyramid, which is a much more difficult thing to crack into than the actual Hall of Fame, where you have guys like the Kemi Matumbo and, True. you know, basically, like, he could get in for his college career slash pro career and, like, you know, things like that. But yeah. all right, let's 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 bring it back and focus a little bit. Um, how I said, the team that has lived up to expectations so far would be Corey's has, team. Has has lived up to oh, expectations negatively. Yeah, well, it's still expectations. All right. Man. I mean, this team. I mean, whatever chance it had went away when Fox went down. I'd say because I mean he's still carrying Andre Gudala, which is like crazy. He's made a couple moves already this season, and I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure... I forget what the rules were for uh, counting players running 350 or higher. I have to remember. Uh, we've never really enforced that. It's it's still on the books. Also, it's early in the season to be enforcing that. Because well, guys well, have... Like, right now, Eaton's like uh, like yeah. 270. With an IL spot. I don't know. I don't know. You, he's not, you can't put him on the IL. Oh, that's right. He got suspended or something. Bullshit. 
right. You should write to Yahoo or maybe to basketball, I guess. Well, you have the connections now. You should really reach out. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so, I mean, I think Corey right now, we could be on record-setting uh, territory here. I think he's 8-19. and 19. And yeah, the Iguodala thing doesn't make any sense. He, he, like, has he looked at his roster once? You think he made two moves? I think at the beginning of the year. Is it the girlfriend girlfriend blues or is it? Uh, I, have, I have to. Yeah, that's definitely. I think that could be the excuse he take. He puts down for this year. Like when we look back at a couple seasons, um, and he has Kobe White, who like would be fun to carry in the back of your roster. He picked up Jabari. I mean, that's something. Um, but I mean, he, got, he has he has Kemba, Joel, and Vucevic. But so what's he doing with Iguodala? He's again, he's never been a good fantasy player, even when when at full health, or since his Denver days, really. I mean, he's not even playing, so yeah, he's, he's sitting out until he gets traded, basically. It's yeah, some highly questionable roster management, to say the least. But I think Corey's definitely putting together a season that will go down in uh, league history for awfulness. I would say that's one thing that we can count out of the playoffs. Well, this already. is this is why we shouldn't have just had a dank rule and should have had a. Uh, a win percentage well, rule because we're gonna have some awful trades coming from Corey. I bet this season. It's already below three hundred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Justin's probably already looking at his chops. He's somehow in fourth place with, with with a Corey deal or two to be made. So, and, and now he's laughing. Hopefully. Hmm. Yeah, right. and so I would say it's a little surprising to see uh, Johnson already up in third place now, sitting at fifteen and twelve. Uh, Especially, well, oh, no, he doesn't have Miles Turner anymore, does he? Or did he run him back with him? Uh, he ran it back, yeah. He actually has a lot of injuries on this team. Uh, I'm surprised. A lot, of, a lot of guys have been patient so yeah, far. Yeah, but he, okay, so he has Not Dame. Not the injured player. He has Dame, he has P.J. Tucker, he has Kyrie, who, despite his entire team hating him, has been putting up good stats. Yeah, um, I've been watching a couple of Kyrie games, and yeah, it's, it's amazing that... That guy still plays like that? I have a coworker who's a big Nets fan, and he has not turned on Kyrie yet, but I feel like he's probably one of the last holdouts. Yeah. <laughs> I, watched, I watched the end of the, the Jazz game, and it was just uh, very frustrating watching Kyrie, like, having Kyrie and DeAndre pick and rolls, and the only buckets were when Kyrie missed his layups and DeAndre got putbacks. It was just... P- poor Duran is not even in his media market anymore, and I still get like, a text from him every week or two being like, ugh, I fucking hate Kyrie, and it's like... He's he's somehow watching these games. I don't and uh, and having to deal with this crap. So sorry, Duran. If he wants to do this like like this ISO shit, like go play in China. Well, no, <laughs> you got to be Kobe to do this shit. That's the only way you pull it off. If like you're not like amazing, you can't like demand it like this. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, I mean he's had a good start to the year. So hopefully, thing. Hopefully, I, I'm a kind of a Kyrie believer. Just remembering the Warriors finals, how dominant he was. How clutch he was. Yeah, but, like, it's not going to happen 82 games a year. You need to, like, run offense and... Probably not smart for your health. Get, get, sure. get other guys' confidence going. And, like, look at Boston already. They look so much better without him. There's that they... Like, they've lost him as a weakness, and they've been able to maximize Brad Stevens' coaching as a strength. Like, the, the ball moves, and it's not everyone keying in on one guy in the last minute of a game. You know, like, even playing pickup basketball, when you know someone's going to be taking the last shot no matter what... Like everyone, everyone inches in a little bit, and yeah, he's really good. And a lot of the times, he's going to make those shots over difficult situations. But you know, you don't want your entire team to be built around relying on the guy to to make an obscene amount of those end of game clutch shots. You just don't want it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of how Johnson is built right now between Dean and Kyrie. I'd say because after that, this roster is 
kind of on the, the, th- the thin, kind of just plugging in the whole side. Uh, well, Luke Kennard's been really good so far, too. Um, yeah. well, no, again, I'm, don't think that's going to yeah, stay up, and, and especially yeah. when Rose is back to full health. Lake's back, Rose is back. Reggie Jackson Reggie will be Jackson back. Jackson might have a say in the conversation. Drummond yeah. still needs his touches. Like, it's hard to imagine Luke Kennard, really, uh, demanding the ball when everyone else is out there on the floor with him. I mean, Jared Allen's been pretty bad. It's been a rough rough go this year. I'm quite quite willing to let Justin trade for Jared Allen this time around. <laughs> I promise no vetoes. I, I really don't get why he's not getting more minutes. Like, DeAndre Jordan's not good. I I, I don't well, understand. He was a, he came, it was the baggage that came with Kyrie and Durant. So you pay him, you don't have to play him. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they <laughs> The Knicks didn't really play him last year. Like, they knew better. If the Knicks you know better, the Nets you know better. I've been pretty frustrated. I was a big Jonas Valanciunas guy coming into the year. Me too, because it seemed like he was only going to get more touches like, from last year. They didn't year, right? sign him to not give him minutes and like not let him just like – like he could have just eased John Moran and and uh, fucking Jaron Jackson into the – like just like – they don't like do everything. Just give Valanciunas the ball. He could pass it out. Like Especially – I've, I've, I've always thought Jaron Jackson just really good spotting him in the corner. He's a six eleven guy that can literally just spot up in the corner and be fine. I mean, he should develop the post game, but he doesn't need to right, right. away. I agree with you. It makes no sense. And like, there's no other reason to add Jonas Valanciunas unless you just wanted to beat him in the basketball. Yep. So like, I don't know why he's getting twenty three minutes a night. It's the same issue he's had throughout his fantasy yeah. career. The guy could easily do like double double a block and a half great percentages, which he's doing besides the blocking part. But yep. Give him thirty minutes a night. The guy will do great. Yep. I'm still a big believer. I, I, I feel like, nice I feel like so every far. team should be paying, like, like the, the future of the NBA, if we're going to this small, which I think it's going to swing back around at some point again, but for, for the time being, get these get these centers, if you're going to pay them, have them come off the bench and be, like, your your uh, microwave score. Because the NBA's kind of lost that that kind of six, besides, like, Lou Will, right? There used to be, a, like, a dime a dozen Lou Wills. A bunch of these guys would come off the bench, get hot, score, and, and that kind of be how the bench units operate. Get a Jonas Valanciunas. I said years ago, I remember, get Al Jefferson coming off the bench. Get them to buy into that role. Still give them 25, 30 minutes a game. But let them be the first guy off the bench. When they're in the game, feed them. Then you run the offense around them. But let, let everyone else kind of catch their breath. But uh, ch- change the offense up a little bit. I don't know. I guess with 25 minutes a game that he's getting right now, I guess he's kind of seeing that. But kind of, yeah. I just thought he had a bigger role coming into this. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like what a. But yeah, that, what I'm saying doesn't have any impact on fantasy anyway, so I'm just venting, as always. This is true. I will say, I mean, looking at John's roster, I'm still not that impressed. He has a good strategy, but like, I mean, I mean, I would, I would have already dropped Nurkic at this point if I had two injured guys that are as good as Turner and Middleton. And when you when you look past Dame and Kyrie, then you have what favors who stunk. Allen, who stunk. Valachunas, who's underachieving. P.J. Tucker, Marcus Smart, who are like, they're doing well, but those guys don't win you fantasy basketball championships. No. They're just good players. So, this team has a long way to go. I'm sure John's going to hang in there. Let's see if he's actually ready to, uh, you know, play the game and make some trades this year and uh, swing for the fences. Yeah, look, and, and John's defense, and again, you said that everyone's kind of been hanging back with their injured guys. Part of that is that lots of guys are injured. Uh, and two, I think a lot of these good teams don't want to kind of Bust their load early uh, and risk trading for guys that are injured. Um, well, I would say, especially, I mean, especially you know, if you could. If you, could, well, uh, if you draft Nurkic, though, you could drop him. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess I guess the defense is if I could stay top six while holding on to these guys. We're getting cocky. I'm what? Saying, that's all I'm saying. This league, the 
the margin of playoffs is way too close. You got you got to get every category you can when you can get it. And I'm looking at uh, Andrew's team now. And I mean, last year he had a disastrous campaign with injuries. And and, and we were low on his team actually coming into the year. Also, just we kind of thought that uh, he didn't really keep the right guys, but. Well, yeah, kind of well, looks... he, he didn't come prepared keeper wise. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he did that poorly. And, I mean, he's. I mean, he just got Blake back, which is nice to see. But we'll see how long that lasts. Bagley's out, been out for pretty much the whole year. He's carrying Jeremy Lamb, who eh, I'm not so like. Do you really need to carry Jeremy Lamb no. for <laughs> a month? And Ingram's also so, out. again on that Indiana team that like someone else is going to take those minutes. He's not going to oh, get those back. Excuse me. Yeah. So he's. He does. I mean, Giannis has been great. As always, free throws are a problem, but who really cares? Right now he's on track for another MVP season. Devin Booker and the Suns. Uh, you a believer in that? Devin Booker and the Suns? Yeah. Or Devin uh, Booker on the Suns? <laughs> well, I'd say both. I, I, th- I think a lot of Devin Booker is like second half. Like, are he going to be useful in the playoffs? I, I, I do buy them because I felt for a few years now... You're I, a Rubio guy now, well, right? So. I, I never understood why they were so bad. I, look, they, they never had like... They never had an NBA level backup point guard starting for them as point guard the last few seasons. Um, now they now they have who I think is a plus point guard and as much shit as he's taken over the years for being drafted ahead of, of Curry and wrongly obviously, but like he's a really good point guard. He wins most of the time. Obviously, those first years in Minnesota were tough, but he, decent, he's become a pretty good defender. Um, he'll take open three pointers and, and occasionally. He's not a bad three point shooter. Yeah, like he's he's a good player. He um and he impacts winning and our concern coming into the year was that uh, they for some reason have him spotting up in the corner they haven't done that he's running the offense him and Booker are working well together and uh, Booker's just situationally taking advantage of those pick and rolls so um, look it, it's it's working I believe in their team I think Ubre is a, a good player he's still really young also he's having a good year for or actually he's at, uh, he's too, actually he's still off from where he started doing but, what he's doing though like he's he's getting the steals and blocks again and the threes yeah and getting the minutes. I, I was follow up question for you because we're actually we're actually clashing here. Okay. I have Aaron Baines by roster. How do, how do you think uh, that that battle is going to play out when uh, Aiden comes back? I, I don't see any way, shape, or form that Aiden doesn't come back and reclaim all his minutes. I know they're winning, but no. these coaches are cowards, Ira. Everyone forgets <laughs> that Monty Williams, well, like Mister, when you're developing the young guy, Monty Williams, Mister, I'm a player's coach. First off, like winning solves all problems. But Aiden's really good. Like, I don't think he's going to come... Like, if he comes back in and they start losing, I feel like he's going to... Like, it's actually going to be good for his career because it's going to be like, okay, well, I, I can't just, like, nah. get mine. My team is... Might like, make up focus on defense. You have to. You have to or else you're exposed. Um, yeah, it's, it's a treat, you know I mean? It's not like Boogie who'd go down with injury and the team would go on, like, a, a two-week losing streak and he's like, I'm the fucking shit. Like, I'll do whatever I want now because, like, we have a better chance with me than without me. Um, I, mean, I never thought of Aiden as being like his, so ego-driven that... Uh, no, I don't think he is either. He wouldn't be willing to like buy into the team concept? I'm more uh, concerned that he was genuinely on steroids and will not be in good shape when he gets back. Uh, like, well, is it like a stamina thing that steroids can do, or is it just like a strength thing? Well, I don't know. We don't know what he took. Is it, the diuretic hides all, but there's certain ones... Uh, I know a lot of guys talk about, you know, for baseball is always for strength, but NBA guys are do, do more things for recovery. Um, so we'll see. Maybe he, you know, on back to backs, he won't be as good. Um, he was a guy that was kind of skinny, but had like muscle. So maybe he'll just be skinny now when he comes. Maybe he'll look like Jonathan Isaac when he comes back. Who knows? Well, Isaac bulked up this year. I, I just don't know why we haven't, we, we haven't drug tested Russ Westbrook yet. He looks skinny to me, by the way. 
So maybe he's gotten some heads up that, hey, we're testing this year. Uh, cut it out. Interesting theory. Okay. I, I've been saying for years that Russ is on steroids, so this is not new. Yeah, I think you're, yeah that's true. You've been saying <laughs> <laughs> I probably said at least like every other podcast since we started doing this, so. Um, KP just, ugh. Ugh. Chris, yeah, he's, I mean, I was surprised that he wanted to keep him after. I mean, I don't know, just the injury risk is way too high for my liking, but... I mean, the Mavericks are doing well, and, you know, they're saying all the right things about him. So, I mean, he might be spotting up a little too much for fantasy's liking, but I feel like, I mean, KP's talented enough that, like, even if he's a spot-up shooter, he should still be able to get tons of rebounds. Like I'm just going to be curious. Blocks. Game 55 rolls around. KP has, like, a 1-for-12 shooting night and is mopey and not really playing defense. At what point is Rick Carlisle just going to be like, I fucking hate this guy. You're playing 12 minutes a game. And, and and I'm gonna go with Dwight Powell, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it, crazier things have happened. No, I mean I'm not argue, I'm not gonna argue against Dwight Powell and Maxi Cleaver being maybe more useful with Luca, considering how good he has to make his teammates better. But I, he just signed a big contract too, so like he, they may have to trade him if that's the case. Like they can't just hold him to the value on the it's roster. Gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I I, I feel like they're gonna keep him, but. I feel like Cuban's always wanted his stars, and like he finally got them. I don't know. So, but we'll see. I kind of miss. Uh, I've been waiting for Simmons to have on more so Nick's chatter than Chris. Well, maybe Chris Stapp's reaction, but a uh, rap report. I feel like that. What's his oh, name? Oh, he has been. Uh, yeah, uh, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. I feel like he would have some good takes to uh, <laughs> to deliver. I don't think he even has been on since Chris Stapp's. Well, he has his own podcast now, so oh, like, I really? think he may think he's too big for Simmons. He has a pretty big uh, following of like that. the interesting the. Um, Gen X, like, we hate, like, the libs, like, uh, sentiment. Uh, okay, so, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah anyway, have you listened, or? I listened to one or two here and there, like, Nick's related ones, I think, but I, I'm not a subscriber to his podcast. Okay, all right, good to know. Well, I guess that crossover's not coming anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I would like him to have, like, Jason Concepcion on, like, that guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Knicks. And yeah. he has very insightful takes, I think, too. They're probably waiting for a firing to, like, yeah, really, to oh, really. It, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Seems, yeah, seems that one. Well, I feel like they all should get axed, but hopefully not just Who's now. taking that job, though? I mean, like, even if you think get he's the, a bad get coach. Get the money. Get the money. Yeah. All right. We should, uh, before we get out of here, we should touch on Garrett's team, I think. It's the last one, probably, like, in the upper echelon, who is probably listening that we've spoken about. Um, I was, I'm surprised to see that uh, I thought Devontae Graham was still crushing it, but I guess he's been uh, slumping a little bit. That whole team is kind of, besides um, P.J. Washington, that whole team, like, is... Has very uneven touches. I guess so, yeah. Well, he's still, I mean, he's like two, before his last game, he still had a double-double games with 10 assists, so it seems like Devontae Graham is in line for a pretty big season. I thought I thought he might be to pick up the year so far. Maybe my Aaron Baines might give him a run for his money. I'm upset but, about uh, it because I thought Dwayne Bacon was going to have the role that Devontae Graham is having, and it's just not. I think I had Bacon for, did you have Bacon? Or? I, I drafted Bacon. Oh, you drafted him? We both talked about, you're like, oh, that's a good pick. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's deep on the waiver wire now, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I still his, see his rank is pushed. His rank is pushed down to like three hundred or something like that, <laughs> which is pretty bad for a guy that's not been really injured or anything. <laughs> I say like, Graham's doing a pretty good like uh, doing a pretty good Terry Rozier impression. Like the last like six games, he shot under forty percent five times, but he's uh, he's still knocking down four three pointers a night anyway. So seven point three assists, pretty darn good. And three point two threes a game. Yeah. I mean that's. That's pretty nice. But, he, I mean, the guy's shooting 40%, so... And we'll, we'll see how his shooting keeps going. I mean, he kind of has some Terry Rozier, like, going to tank you in the percentages potential. But, uh, 
certainly, I mean, I will say it's been surprising how active Garrett's been making moves so far. Um, I think he really wants it this year. Um, and well, Paul George is coming back tonight. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. He gets Paul George back. That'll be a good big boost for him. Uh, Isaiah Washington was – I don't know if you added him or uh, that was a draft pick, but that's a, that's a good player right now. Talk about Thomas? Yeah. And he said Washington. Mm-hmm. Did, I say, did I say Washington? Yes, I said That's confusing. There's, there's always been like a thousand he's, Isaiah Washington. Oh, he's, he's on the Washington. And he's on the Wizards. It's very yeah, confusing. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. like eight ways I, that could have gone there. <laughs> and we just, we're just we talking about P.J. Washington. Like yes, It's just, yes, it's just confusing. Confusing. <laughs> it's okay. I was I've been uh, I I own Lamarcus Aldridge in another league, and I think it's all because of Dejounte Murray that like his rebounding rate is like collapsed. He's at six rebounds a game. Interesting. He's like a fucking center. It's very frustrating uh, to see that. He's been in the league a long time now. He's one of the guys we were talking about in that Hall of Fame discussion too, and he's been around a long time. Like maybe he's just uh, he doesn't care about the stats so much anymore. Maybe, maybe. going Stephen Adams here. Just I'll do, I'll do the box out. You get the rebounds. I don't yeah. give a shit. That'd be a fun front court tandem, by the way. Yeah. Adams and Aldridge. Abs and Aldridge? Yeah. You can't put those two together. Just bang everybody. I mean, I mean, Aldridge, I mean Adams can We know Aldridge doesn't like to play center. That's true. Yeah, Allegedly. He can't move, so I, I don't see why. Uh, he's one of the funniest guys to watch run. Like, he, like, he's, like, it looks like his, like, body's so stiff and, like. Aldridge? Yeah. Yeah, it's like they, they're teaching him in practice how to run. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like, like, like a Bambi, kind of out there, you know, legs, you know, like. Yeah. He's gonna wobble and fall over. That's funny. Yeah. All right, let's uh, begin our wrap up here, I think. Uh, just a little personal news. I'm moving uptown. In Hoboken. Uh, it's, a bit, it's official. It is official. The lease is signed. Uh, for some reason, they made us pay a check really No consultation early. seems a little questionable. What say? Part. No consultation. Would have of you? Yeah, I would appreciate a little input. Like, I have any input cool. where I'm moving. Come on. Well, who wears the pants here? Come on now, Paul. Not me. Uh, yeah, what, 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 advice would, what stage advice would you have given if I told you I was considering moving uptown? Uptown? Oh, it's, it's a different life up there. I could have told you about the New York Sports Club. Not like, going to uh, use it. Not going to use it. Uh, they have a great sixteen handles. I was I am not a fan of frozen originally. yogurt. You don't like frozen yogurt. You don't like sushi. I'm right by twelve seventeen where we're moving. It's it's thirteen thirty three Hudson. It's like above the right aid. Oh, you're above the right. Oh, that's dangerous. You're crazy. <laughs> you know Dan's number, right? I'll be acquiring. <laughs> well, the problem is that you're always steal my shit. That's, that's the problem, right? What your right aid money? Yeah. I'm gonna steal your money. You probably go the most. I don't go that much anymore, so you that's probably fair. will be using it more than that's fair. Any of us would. But I think now you have to like enter. I think there's a code now to unlock the money oh, or boy. something. I'll get it from somebody. They've up, they've, they've up their standards, but but yeah, I'm going right. I'm going right in that area. So that'll be mid January. Uh, we are hiring movers, so I I don't need uh, to use no, you, but no maybe, assistance. You guys can come hang out afterwards or something like that. Can we trash this one before you move out? Uh, what was I thinking about having? Oh, well, I do want to have our our Disney thing, but uh, the, the Disney thing. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. That, that is, is that a man event only, or is that going to be a? We'll talk offline. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I can go both ways. I feel like. Yeah. Know. Well, they they might take over the event if we. Uh... Yeah, like it will turn it from like a Disney Power Hour to like a Disney like let's listen and have a sing along. <laughs> is this like like oh, a VCR boy. video that my mom plays before we go over here? Yeah. Shea cast it's like a ritual. Very surprising. <laughs> Does your family have a shared Disney Plus account yet, or what? Uh, yeah, we're all using my sisters. Yeah. Okay. That's, and you have all gone issues she, yet or no? No. She's not going to crack down she's yet, also, right? she's like being pretty strict. She's like, they gave it to me, and then like 30 minutes later, they're like, hey, like you please make sure you keep it to like one device. Like, relax, guys. Like, I'm not going to like uh, throw it on my phone, or my oh. computer, or my iPad. It's well, like, you think that, but okay. like, I gave, so like five years ago, I, I exchanged passwords with my friend from school. 
and um, what were the passwords? Just we like gave porn? her net, we gave her Netflix. Netflix. No, we, we browsers. <laughs> we gave her Netflix, and she gave us Showtime. The Showtime login never worked. Oh, jeez, you got we, robbed. Yeah, we we eventually. Did she ghost you after that? What? Did she ghost you? No, no, we're still friends. But what did you follow I, up? I, I noticed. Well, we eventually got Showtime anyway, so it was moot. But like now, now they were like downloading stuff on their phones, and like you could only download on two devices. So her and her husband were downloading on their phone. So I like had to go on, like log on on a web page. You changed the password. And, and bump, no, just bump them off. Oh, nice. I, I deleted the stuff off their off their phones and made mine the the device. Yeah, and then you. also like now Netflix is doing this thing that you can only have like two accounts going at a time or something like that. So my parents have it also. So now there's some conflict. Like one night we couldn't get onto our Netflix. So. So that's the, 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 the screens, the screens do matter. Uh, it's been like five years, probably. There will, there will come a point where this is going to. Uh, yeah, it's not that. I mean, do, do you still keep in touch with this person though? Yeah, we're friendly. Like, we're going to see them in December when they come up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I think I think I read that it was like four devices at a time can use it. That's so. pretty good. Yeah. I, I may just buy it. On this with time. I may buy it because right now they're running a, a deal. It's twelve ninety nine a month for Hulu, Disney Plus. By the way, we're not sponsored by Disney. Disney well, for this podcast. I mean, you know, they they want they like to pay us. Go ahead, but uh, twelve ninety nine a month for ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Disney Plus. Pretty good package, if you ask me. Like, I when I'm up at like you six in the morning, already, right? I, I don't have ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. But what does up, that add to you? Oh, you can just like watch anything. I can watch like soccer when I'm up at six in the morning, like European yeah, like okay. garbage leagues, basically. Yeah, that's nice. Right. So I may I may invest in that. I was looking at the Hulu archive, like Hulu today. Too. I was because I was considering the package. As someone who, like, watches, like, five channels and, like, mostly does podcasts. But, I mean, they don't have MTV. Who does that? No, no. I thought Trevor was watching the challenge on there. I don't know. I mean, I was looking today. I actually, I said to him today they don't have MTV. And he didn't correct me, so okay. I assumed They did have the Jersey Shore. We were watching Jersey Shore on that, I'm pretty sure, as well. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I saw no MTV and no MSG. Okay. So that, those are my two, uh, my two issues. Interesting. I'm not sure how much... MSG's tough to get, I think. Yeah? Um... Dolan for you? Yeah. But... They do have the OC on Hulu. I'm positive <laughs> of that. Uh, okay. So she got the OC. I've been talking about wanting to get Amy watching the OC for like years now, so that'll be a, a good investment if we do that. I, I also bought BTN Plus yesterday for uh, to watch the Rutgers game, three zero on the way to the NCAA tournament plus, to, damn, to get that money from you. That was fourteen dollars, I think, but I'm going to cancel after this month because basically none of the games are on after this month. Uh, so I equated as like buying a, a ticket for like a year. No, no, fourteen dollars for a month. A month? Yeah. Jeez. Well, think about it. You actually get like every like if you were like uh, a, one of those crazy, you could watch like Penn State women's volleyball. Yeah, that's which cool. was live last night. Okay, um, interesting. So if you're like a big like, and they have all their like, like original programming, person. right? If you're really into that, like it's a great deal. For me, it's good for a month to watch Maryland and Rutgers college basketball yeah, uh, while they're not on anyway. TV. So when's the moving date? January eighteenth. January eighth. That's an odd moving date. Saturday. Okay. Yeah, you didn't at least start though. Mid January or February or Jan- January. Well, here it was January third, but um, they let us extend for two weeks at our current rate. So okay. Well, when's your new place start? Same January eighteenth. Yeah. Moving around. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back for a pot or two before. Uh, oh yeah, that yeah. Takes place. We have the holiday so. season. We usually like to do one or two around then. Uh, maybe recap some thanks. Thanksgiving action if, if anything occurs. And, yeah, uh, sure, just be competitive at basketball. I wouldn't expect any trades until December, so maybe just around the move when we have a, a ugly trade break and then, you know, 
Might have to put your moving on hold this week. Yep. Dissect that. Everyone keep your mind, your eyes and ears open for a potential dank AC slash wiser uh, house trip. Double check. It's not that hard to look. Even if you press the set lineups button, just look to make sure they actually set. Be big boys. Bye-bye.